I went viral on TikTok and it was completely planned and intentional. I'm going to talk about that today on this episode of Self Made. So if you're listening to this, you probably found me on TikTok. You may have even found me from this particular video, which now has over five and a half million views, I think, at this point. And the way that I came to make that video was uh, it was completely on purpose. When I started my TikTok, and this is going to be a good business takeaway that you can actually use in your business and isn't entirely related to social media. But when I started my TikTok, I was uh, I was heavily segmenting my audience in a way that really restricted the the reach that I could have. So when I was first making my videos, if you scroll all the way back, you'll see that I was just making like business advice videos, like how to get more customers for your cleaning business, how to get more staff, how to train staff better. And what that was doing is it was segmenting my audience down, diluting it down to just people who own cleaning businesses. And then in an, as an extension to that, it's people who own cleaning businesses who have staff. So I just kept diluting my audience size further and further down. And although my videos were doing well, like I would get, you know, three, four, five thousand views, I realized that my videos weren't going to go viral like I wanted them to because I wasn't reaching the mass market. And the whole reason I started on TikTok was so I could reach a wider audience and the content I was pushing out just wasn't going to get me there. That being said, though, there is a lot of value in just having a niche. That niche was cleaning business owners. That's a great niche if you want to just do that and have a small little audience that is really uh, honing in on the the topic of a cleaning business. That's great, but I really wanted to target the masses. So I uh, I took what I knew and I took what I was good at, which is cleaning, cleaning knowledge and advice, and I packaged it into a video that would be good for the uh, the wider market. And the way I did that was with the Bunnings video, how to shop like a professional cleaner, how to buy the best cleaning products from Bunnings that uh, even even the best of the best cleaners would use. And that way, my thinking was, you know, there's a Bunnings in everyone's local area. So Bunnings in every suburb in Australia, just about. Um, people love cleaning. Everyone's Everyone's got a house that they live in. Everyone needs to clean their own house. And so it was just like the perfect pair of, and the perfect balance of, my niche, what I was good at, and also something that pretty much anyone would be interested in. And sure enough, when I posted that video, it just took off. It skyrocketed straight away. It got a million views in the first couple of days, and now it's at 5 million. So big takeaway from that is you can target a niche, but sometimes it's good to think a bit outside the box, still staying within your niche, but going for a wider audience set because the way I was doing it then, I was still doing the same content. It was just packaged in a different way. So I was still doing cleaning content, but it was set up as advice and tips for owning a cleaning business. Whereas I flipped it and I was still doing cleaning content, but I was doing something that anyone could watch. And once I did that video, I got a lot of views. I got a lot of followers and then all of a sudden I built my own personal brand just off one video and then I could go back and start doing the more niche videos like I've been doing recently. So I'm now speaking about cleaning business tips and strategies now that I've built the audience and I can afford to kind of do that sort of content now because I've already built that, established that brand and the same can be said for your business. You might be doing something similar to what I did when I started putting ads out that are super specific to what you think is your ideal customer when in reality your ideal customer might be a much uh, a much broader um, demographic than what you think 
Uh, a good example of this is when I started, I thought that my ideal customer would be someone who works away a lot. So someone who's doing fly and fly out mining or something like that, because they're just away from the home too much. They've probably got a wife at home who um, is stressed out taking care of the kids and holding the house down. They don't really have time to clean, nor do they want to do it. Plus, you know, FIFO people have lots of money. So I thought that's who my ideal customer would be. So all of my advertising was speaking to that specific person. It was attention FIFO workers, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to get a house cleaner in to take care of the place while you're away and you can't do it? And I got no business from those ads, even though it was just drilled into my head. Like you've got to be super specific in your marketing. You've got to speak to one particular person. You've got to create this customer avatar. That's all true. But if you go too niche, sometimes it kind of backfires on you. So it's, there's a there's a good balance between niche and also broad. And the way I flipped that was I just, I took that same ad. I took the attention FIFO workers out of it. I just changed it to attention Bunbury homeowners. Um, and as soon as I did that, I just changed the headline. I changed a bit of the text so that it wasn't specific to FIFO workers. And that ad actually started to get me customers. And then once I had all that data that came from me doing the mass marketing, because that sort of ad was tailored to anyone. Anyone could anyone could find that ad, read it, and book through that. It wasn't just specific to a FIFO worker or whatever it may be. And so once I had all that data, once I had a lot of customers coming in, then I was able to actually look back and say, oh, there's actually a lot of like dual income uh, households in a certain area that I'm getting a lot of business in. And so I would go back and then start doing ads tailored to that. Because in the beginning, I just didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really know who my ideal customer was. And it wasn't until I did the mass marketing that I started to see who my actual ideal customers were. And that was just dual income households in newer suburbs. That was a great lesson that I carried forward throughout my business and also more recently on TikTok. And it's just as important as it is to find a niche and find something that you're good at and something that you can really hone in on. It's also good to kind of sit back and have a look at the bigger picture and try to take the ads that you're already running and the ideas that you already have and just see how they can be tweaked in a way that allows you to reach more people without losing the specificity and the power of your messaging. Because that ad with the FIFO workers, it had a strong message. And I'm sure if there were any FIFO people who saw it, they would have jumped on the opportunity, but there just wasn't a big enough audience there. And I didn't know how to target that audience. So as soon as I changed who the message was supposed to be for, I just changed the market slightly and I changed the message for that market. That's when I started getting business because the message was still powerful. The message was still targeted to people who like cleaning. I just, I thought a bit bigger than what I was and I uh, I targeted the wider audience and it ended up working really well. That ad that I had converted from being for FIFO workers into just being for anyone who needs cleaning, that probably generated me. Fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. Whereas before uh, I had tweaked it, it wasn't getting me any money. So that's one way you can tweak your advertising if you feel like it's not really doing what you want it to do at the moment. Especially if you are trying to niche down, because I know there's a lot of talk about finding a niche and and really uh, staying away from the mass market. But there is a good balance in between both. Just always make sure you're targeting someone. It doesn't have to be a really, really specific person, but just have an idea of who your ideal customer is and just speak to that demographic. Don't don't go too hyper-specific because it can backfire like it did for me. And then once you have all the data that's come from 
doing that uh, that wider audience marketing, then you can scale back and start to look at going into niches and figuring out the um, the rabbit holes you can kind of go down once you've already got that information that has been aggregated by you doing all the other marketing. Like um, once I found out that our ideal customers were someone completely different to who I thought they were before we started the business, then I started making ads more specific to them, like the wives of uh, busy husbands or or busy busy women who are in a dual income household, these sort of things. And then once I started doing that, that's when things really took off and I had a great business. And the same thing goes with social media. If you're trying to build your brand, whether it be your business brand or your personal brand, if it just depends on what you want. Do you want a niche? Do you want to really do you really want to hone in on a specific audience knowing that your audience size is going to be very small? Or are you like me where you want to build a big audience online and you're not going to be able to do that with the the sort of niche content that you may already be doing? So that's that's something that you can do for yourself and your business or your social media. Just um, think of ways that you can repackage what you're already posting or what you're already doing in a way that's going to target more people without compromising on the power of the message. But you still need to be speaking to a fictitious customer. It can't just be, we are XYZ cleaning, here's what we do. You still have to say, attention homeowners, attention people in Bunbury, attention people in Brisbane. Brand awareness marketing like that just isn't good enough. But also on the other end of the spectrum, going too specific just isn't going to do much for you if you aren't completely sure of what the specificity is or what the niche that you're going into is. Because before I started my business, I didn't have the information that I do now. I didn't have the data and analytics that I do now. So when I thought I was going after the right person, I just wasn't. The audience size wasn't big enough. The messaging wasn't right because I didn't particularly know much about my customer avatar. So just think about that when you're doing your advertising or your social media posts and just keep at it because above all else, consistency is really key here because if you put a lot of ads out, some of them are going to work, some of them aren't. And if you quit before you've gotten the success from the ones that are going to hit, then you've just lost a great opportunity. So stay consistent with ads, try a lot of different things, throw a lot of hooks out there, see what see what catches onto it. And once you've built up a bit of knowledge and data and analytics, then you can start to scale back and go a bit more micro and niche into what you think is um, is going to be good for your business. So that being said, that wraps up another episode of Self Made. bit quicker one today. I think I'm going to make them all a bit punchier and, and quicker like this one. I think I'd like to keep them around the 10 to 15 minute mark every time. So yeah, thanks for listening. Talk soon.